Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind the scene look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. So my name is Lauren Najar, and I am a business coach. I am in Chicago, and I help women entrepreneurs uh, grow their businesses from inconsistent clients to making that consistent, wonderful $5,000 months in their business. Okay. So talk to us about when feeling like you had to prove your worth online showed up and like some of what that experience was like. So I think, I think just with wanting to share like my accomplishments, right? Like, of course you want to do that, but I never, I'm the type of person that will accomplish a goal and then I'm, I'm done with it. Mm. Right. Like, so I think that I, I'm like, I'm doing better about it now and like sharing more stuff, but I think that it gets really hard to show that social proof. And maybe that's an early on thing. Maybe that's a mindset thing. But I think that, you know, for me, I just, I wanted to always celebrate my clients and I wanted to celebrate everyone else, but myself. So I think when it comes to showing, I guess, quote unquote, showing off or um, sharing your accomplishments, it's hard. It was hard for me, I should say. It was definitely really hard because I felt like I was showboating and I didn't want to, I didn't want people to see, I guess, just on the surface level who I was. And I think that a lot of times when people do share a lot of social proof, you don't get to know like who exactly they are. And I struggled with that a lot. Mm. To me, it's, um, I'm curious if you relate to this because it's, it's so apparent to me now. I don't know if it was in the moment when I felt like I was in that place, but there's like such a different energy. I I like, (laughs) I laugh of like how woo woo I've become, but it's like so real. It's so real. But, um, just like the different energy behind like showing someone what's possible and out of this space of really wanting to show people of like, Hey, my client did this or, Hey, I did this. Like, this is a thousand percent possible for you and sharing out of that space versus like this proving energy. That's like, I have to prove to you why I'm worth your investment and why you should invest here or why this works or, you know, like, and it's so subtle, but like, I feel like when we get honest, we know the difference. Yeah, I, I totally can see that. And I think again, I'm, I'm resorting back to like my early days as an entrepreneur, but I feel that that is something, you know, I, I distinctly remember of like my coach telling me to like incorporate that in your content, even though you don't want to, you're just kind of taking her lead because this is brand new for you. So I totally agree with that. I I totally agree with that tweak because I love motivating people. I love, 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 love inspiring people. And that's something I've done before I was in coaching. That was something like, I'm the crazy friend that will make you do marathons with me. Like I'm the crazy (laughs) friend who's like, come on, like, let's go to Disney World and run the Disney Princess half marathon and not go to Disney World, just run the marathon. But so like, I'm, I'm good about that. And, and it took me a really long time for me to translate that into my business. And I, and I love thinking of, you know, I think a lot of us forget that we can take all of the strengths we have in our real life situations and translate them to a business. And that's going to be your strength in business. So 
with that is I love to motivate people. And so when you even just change your mindset up about I'm going to motivate people versus I need to showboat and I need to show off or share my accomplishments. I, you know, I now share all of my accomplishments or tell them what's possible, you know, while I'm juggling nine to five or while I was doing marathon training or while I was commuting, you know, three hours a day, it was like, all of this is possible. And I want you to see it like, and you know what, you know, we mentioned triggers earlier. Um, and you mentioned, um, you mentioned triggers in your posts a lot that you, this post now it's, now it's coming up in my head now. It's, it used to trigger me so much and it's actually kind of triggering me now. But like when people's like, if I can do it, you can do it. And I hate, <laughs> I hate that I believe in that now. Like I, mm. I love, I love, but I hate that I believe in that now because like, I used to like, Oh, come on. Like another person telling me, like, it's like Michael Jordan telling me like, oh, you know, if it's possible for me, it's possible for you to be an NBA star. You know, like that's how I always felt mm. around those statements of like, okay, sure. Like, okay, like whatever. I don't believe in that. But like, that's the sentiment I have when I'm motivating people. It's like, truly though, but truly, if I can do it, you can do it too. Yes. I love that. It's so cool to look back, right? At the Mm -hmm. stuff that like triggered us or we thought, oh, I will never be that person. And then now you're like, no, no, I am. And I'm going (laughs) to own it and it gets to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, you mentioned about being a little woo woo too. And I'm, I'm on that similar journey of where I and I do incorporate a little bit more spiritualness in my business as well. So anytime I talk about alignment or, or protecting your energy, it's, that's, that's where it comes from. Like, oh yeah, like I can't believe I'm saying these words right now. But I, I totally, I, that's where I'm coming from is like, I, I truly want you to see, right? Like I truly want you to know what's possible for you. It's possible, you know, business is possible for you in any certain way, however you want to do it. People have businesses that, are crazy ideas and make millions of dollars, you know, like anything that you can do. And I think that's what, you know, again, talking about like aligning yourself with great coaches and aligning yourself with people that who are going to tell you those truths, like those are the people that you can believe. If they're going to tell you those things of, if I can do it, you can do it too. You truly can. Yeah. I, I mean, I could not agree more. And I think the greatest gift of our life is the internet as much of a, you know, bitch as it can be sometimes. (laughs) It's seriously, I mean, I wake up every day and I'm like, man, like, could life get any better? Like, we have this thing called the internet and social media for free. And you can literally run a business with a Facebook account and a PayPal account. Like, you don't even need a website. Like, it's wild. Yeah, it is. You can run it from your phone. Like, you don't yeah. even need a laptop or a fancy computer. Like you can run a business from your phone, you know, these days. Like it's it's absolutely insane. It is. And so I always just am like, okay, how do we share behind the scenes curtain of like what it actually takes? And then I think it's also so important to remember like it can be super simple. And I love that you said like aligning yourself personally with people that have simple strategies or simple ways of doing business. Like Mm -hmm. I am all about simplicity uh, because I think especially early on, it's easier to get your brain on board versus like learning 17 things Mm -hmm. and then feeling like I suck. I don't know how to do any of these things. Um, If you can just stick to your strengths and really to me also is like, if you're struggling with that, like hire a coach who's going to keep your ass accountable. Like that was key for me of like, there are a million shiny objects. Like, (laughs) And you need somebody that's going to be like, no, no, you said you want this. We can really do this here. Here we go. We're still sticking with the plan. And, you know, it's just so important that we have those people in our corner, like helping us because we're going to want to quit if we don't, at least most everyone I talk to is like, why would you stay in it when you don't have results? It's hard. (laughs) I think Carrie, you're huge on community. And, um, like I love community as well. Like building relationships is my jam and you can get so much further. And it, it, it doesn't even matter if you have a coach at the time, like you can have a coach. Great. Like that's going to help you. But I literally was just having these conversations this week with some of my, 
either friends or even clients that if you connect yourself with a community and of peers, right? Like not only like business friends, biz besties, whatever you want to call it, like that's going to create the long game for you. That's going to create longevity for you. And when you do have something to celebrate, it's going to be easier in that regard as well. Because once you are connected with that community who truly wants to support you and celebrate your success, like you want to celebrate, like you want to celebrate their successes as well. And that's great for community. And I know that that was a shift for me too. Um, once I started having business friends and business Mm. besties and having a community and like being in a mastermind and it's such a different energy. It's such a different energy. And you basically like, I don't even think about quitting, right? Like I'm sure in the first (laughs) few months, sure in the first few months you're like, I want to give up. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, but it's, it's harder to quit. Like when you have so many people that you communicate with all the time, like I mean, things like community is huge, is a huge motivating factor for you to keep going. Mm, I love that. And it is so, so true because it's so much easier to show up when there are the people. And I think sometimes we demonize like you should be able to show up before the people are there kind of thing. And I'm always like, that's just not how humans work. And so, (laughs) I I, I mean, I would love to say like, show up when no one's watching. And I am kind of about that message. But at the same time, I'm like, figure out what tools you need to make that happen, whether that's like immediately building relationships, hiring the coach, investing in the mastermind, something, because before the results are there, that is when it is like, but why am I doing this? No one's Mm -hmm. watching. But Mm -hmm. so we need that external like accountability or people that are going to have our backs. Like that is just so essential as humans to anything we do. Yeah. 100%. And it's honestly, it is the biggest shift though. It is especially, and I know that a lot of people, especially women, women entrepreneurs don't have a lot of support in the external, maybe like real life, you know, your real life, you know, husband, wife, whatever, family, parents, like there is a lot of that. And that's why it's even more important to show up online and find your community or find just a business friend. There are many of us out there who will welcome you with open arms. Um, And I think that that even if you don't sign a client, you know, like the first six months out of the gate or the first eight months out of the gate, as long as you're surrounded by people who are genuinely invested in you, that genuinely want you to be around, that think that you're amazing Mm -hmm. and truly wants what, like what's best for you, you're not going to quit. And it, it, it's hard. It's even hard for people who do have success that maybe one day they do want to quit. Maybe it's just too much or maybe they're overwhelmed or burned out. But I think that just having that community and people who understand you, it's, it, it's such a game changer. It's such a game changer. And you were saying something about like the internet and how crazy it is. It's like, I was literally talking to one of my business friends who lives in Australia, you know, like that is amazing. And I truly, truly, truly would love to meet her in person because she's one of my best friends. So yeah. it's, it, that is something I think we have to celebrate too. And just that goes to your point of the internet is simply amazing. Yeah, it is right. Like coming mm-hmm. to you from Vietnam, it's wild. Mm-hmm. So wild. <laughs> uh, um, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think, um, Everyone needs to celebrate their successes. (laughs) Um, Celebrate all the little journeys. I think that I am huge on celebrating even the tiniest of successes. Mm. So just even, you know, I'm big on sharing my clients' um, wins of just booking calls or figuring out their ideal client or figuring out their marketing strategy or getting people to sign up for a freebie. Those are the best successes. The money's easy. The money is easy. That's an easy success. That's a huge success. Yes, at all costs, but the hard work, the the grunt work of when you're starting out in your business, it's going to be figuring out that damn ideal client or figuring out what you want to write about or creating your first email sequence or creating your first freebie. 
And I think that we forget to celebrate those successes as well. So um, I love I love doing all of those little things. So I think it's so important, especially early on, for you to recognize the big shifts you're making, even though they're not money moves or whatever yeah. you want to say. <laughs> um, but I think every step of the way, tell yourself every day, like at the end of the day, say like what you're proud of for yourself that day. That's what that's what I've done because I'm very bad at that. <laughs> so I've been doing that for the last year. It's just every night before I go to bed. This is what I'm proud of, of what I did today. Ooh, I love that. I want to start doing that more because I don't do that enough. So that's good. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lauren. Yeah, you're welcome. Hi, my name is Jemima Ashley. I'm very honored to be here. So I'm a global authority on helping people position themselves as go-to experts. I've been named one of the top 10 female entrepreneurs in Australia. I'm a keynote speaker. I've been an MC. And uh, my podcast has been listened to about 7 million times. Okay. Talk to us about how showing up in your business and feeling like you had to prove yourself has shown up, whether it was just in the beginning of your business, if it's been a common theme, you know, talk to us a little bit what that has looked like. Showing up in my business and proving myself have been two ongoing issues on a near daily basis. And we're talking five or six years now. I've had some pretty good success, but with that success has, has been, um, there's been some challenges. So what no one tells you is when you hit like 18, right? Before that we have parents who are like, you need to eat a vegetable, go clean your room and then suddenly there's just one day where we kind of graduate to becoming an adult. We need to start parenting ourselves. It, it, we then fall into a rhythm usually because we get a job. But when you have your own business, you have to start parenting yourself like it's a micromanagement parenting role. Because <laughs> not only do you have to remind yourself of you need to eat your vegetables, you need to go for a run today, you probably need to meditate. It then becomes so integrally wrapped up, those things and this self-care element, I'm so wrapped up in your business of you need to do a social media post, you need to write a blog post, you need to call that person back, you need to make that sale, you need to do these 50 things. Um, here's, but, but here's the problem with that. I don't like doing any of it. And when <laughs> I no longer have a boss over my shoulder or someone I'm reporting to, it then becomes, it became for a little while, somewhat of a negotiable. So I was like, I could do it or... I could watch this episode of Dawson's Creek that I've just found on Amazon Prime, which I'm very excited about. (laughs) So I had to learn really quickly and it was just like one or two days where I completely lost all mojo. I had to kind of go, I need to now start parenting myself beautifully in my business and be like, you have to do these five things today or you're not leaving your laptop. So turning up for myself has been challenging. Mm. What I realized very quickly though was that... It be, had to be self-discipline and I'm not talking, we've really made discipline such a negative word, especially mm-hmm. in coaching. Um, mm-hmm. I think we need to replace that with like a self-love. I mean, like I know that you really, really, really want to watch it one one and two that have just come out on Netflix actually last week. Um, I know <laughs> that you want to sit down and watch those, but I really need you to finish that summary because that's worth about $20,000 for you if that proposal goes through. Um, I really need you to have your social media sorted and I need you to do that because if you don't, you don't have anything going out and the average person only has a memory of 42 days and they could forget about you when you're going to be losing sales and potentially exposure. And you have some cool stuff coming out this week that is going to help people even if they don't have clients. It has to become, it, it has always been a bit of a negotiation with myself of like, and so that's why I had to take a really huge um, line in the sand and be like, this is what we're doing today. No exceptions. It's gotten easier, Mm. but the trick is you're never going to feel like it. And if you can figure that out now, that is honestly the biggest hack. I don't believe in them too much, but it is a hundred percent just turning up every day and doing it. Even if you don't feel like you want to do it because you're never going to feel like it. I hate going to the gym. I hate it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to go. I, you know, I have a commitment three times a week. I have to go to this one class. I'm going to do it. And unless I'm sick or dead, I'm not, I'm, that's the only time I'm not going. 
Yeah. Well, and I think that comes back to the being the CEO of your business and really understanding like, okay, what types of money-making activities do you need to be taking in your business and really taking ownership of that, of like a coach can help you, you can hire support, you can do all kinds of things, but you have to decide like, are you in this to have a business or are you in this just kind of for fun and like to see what happens, you know? Yeah. And and that's okay if you, but be honest about that. I don't think a lot of people um, are willing to have that conversation with themselves. I think the best entrepreneurs that are out there are people who are quite self-reflective and are quite honest about that. Because if it's one of the questions I always ask very early on in the process is that, how much, if, if I gave you a a blank check and I just said to you, here's a magic wand, write down the number that you're going to make this year. Um, let's make that happen. And most people write either a hundred thousand or a million. It's it's just, we're defaulted to those numbers. All humans default. It's never like $250,000. It's like a million or a hundred grand. And you can really see the kind of where they're at with it. And (laughs) The next question I always ask is why that number? And then I watch everyone's brain processes implode because they don't know why they're doing, they're saying that answer. Because if you're really honest about it and you go, I just want to quit my job and that's, I make $80,000 a year. So I want to take that salary. That's great. But I'm telling you, it's a 10 times more work than (laughs) staying in the job that you're in. You may not love it, but also it's a lot less work. So if you want some work-life balance, maybe stay in your career a little bit longer. If you're wanting a million dollars because you want to give, you know, or you say someone says to me, which is quite a common one, I want to go on this really big holiday. Okay. How many times a year do you want to do that? Because a hundred thousand dollars, that's, you can live on that. That's a, that's a holiday. I want to go on that. If someone organizes a hundred thousand dollar holiday, right? That's going to be epic. (laughs) So you have to be really honest about where, like how much money do I want to earn? Why do I want to earn it? And break it down almost to that detail, especially if that's, if that's your focus, if, it, if it's monetary, if it's, I want to change the world with a water bottle. I want to, um, I'm working with a client at the moment who's developing um, their printable temporary tattoos that will actually show um, your, if you've been in the sun too long, if it's actually got um, a rea- like vitamin deficiency, the idea is like it can track insulin. Like this is the idea behind it, right? It's a really brilliant idea. They're like, we're going to change the way that we do me- medical culture. Yeah. And it's going to be cool to be like, oh, I want to have a dragonfly on my wrist today for two days. And you're going to see when you need to get some water into and get out of the sun. That's really cool. It's a really cool idea, right? Like literally can change the world or you want to take your kids on a holiday. Here's the thing. Not everyone's going to be able to change the world. That's not how that one goes. <laughs> know where you want to be and know that it's okay to only want that. If you want to just be famous, apply for some reality shows. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding <laughs> because <laughs> this is not the way to go about that because it's a lot more work than you realize in the background, 100%. So how do you find yourself like maybe now or in the last little bit in your business? Like how do you combat the idea of needing to like prove yourself or to like show up in that kind of energy versus like an energy of, you know, service and here's what I'm here to do. Cause I think it's such a gray line sometimes of like feeling like, well, once I hit this marker, then that will prove to the world that I've been successful or prove to myself, you know? Success is like pudding. You know, when you have like a little bit of pudding and then you're like, oh, just have a little bit. And then you're like, "Mm, I want some more. I want some more. It's quite addictive. Um, So I've always like, I likened it to climbing a mountain so you get to like the first summit and I know certainly this was totally true of me and this is where I really had to check my ego and my desires and stop wrapping my identity when other people thought about me because if your self-identity is wrapped up in what other people think about you, that's a pretty shitty way to, to like to view yourself. Like your self-view has to be how you feel about yourself and other people. Yep. Um, and if you're not enough with an international best-selling book, you're never going to be enough with, without it. 
either. So mm. it's re- it's a really great line here. And I totally, I love this question because there are some people who legitimately just want to be famous and that's okay. But own that, know exactly who you are, where you want to go and what the point of all of this is. Is it to get your family on holiday or is it to make a global shift for to stop people having to use insulin and to have something that can tell you your sugar level as simple as a temporary tattoo. It can be that. <laughs> That's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like climbing a mountain. When you take off, if anyone's ever done a fairly decent mountain climb, Everest, we're we'll using this example because people will know it, you can't see the top of Everest. You kind of go up a hill for a really long way and suddenly you're at the first base camp and then you can see the next part of the summit that's the frustrating part because initially it's when I get a million people listening to my podcast, that will be enough. I'll have made it. I'll get my first fit. First time I'm on TV, that is, that's when I've made it. <laughs> You're going to do that. And then it's like the data starts again the next day. And it's yep. things like clients still need work. You still still need to buy milk. Your kids are still going to ask you for something. I don't think in this game you're ever going to feel completely done and you have to recognise that that's your ego that's asking you to to continually climb that mountain. You've got to figure out what your comfort level is on that. I have no interest, and this is about the honesty part, right, coming back to the honesty part here, I have no interest in being as famous as Gary V or... Tony Robbins or Marie Folio. I have no interest in that. I want to have some anonymity. Does my ego like to be out and have someone go, oh my gosh, you're the host of, I'm like, yes, I am. I saw you on TV and I did you just, I want that. Mm. My ego wants that, that kind of like, oh wow, you're the person that won that award or my, my ego wants that stuff. I don't need it. And that's the difference. So you have to know when it's nice to eat the pudding, but you also have to know how to put the pudding back in the fridge and realize you've had enough and that it's okay and that that's okay. Um, it's a fine line. I don't think I'm ever going to get 100% amazing at it because my ego certainly has some days where it flexes and goes, hey, <laughs> we should, you know what we should do? And it's like, well, do I need to do that? Or am I adding to the conversation Am I helping people? So for me, um, the huge global statistic is 95% of small um, startups will fail in the first five years. For women, it's 97, 97%. So we're failing at twice the rate of our male counterparts. Not terrific, right? For yeah. me, it's about making sure women are always at the centre of the conversation of women should be supported and empowered and given. And there's a lot of reasons behind that, but we have to give them extra support because they do so much extra anyway. We are negotiating 80% of household tasks and purchasing and childcare and all of those things. So we're burning ourselves out a lot quicker. And of course, something's got to give. So why not the business? It's not making money and we haven't really given it a chance, but women are found to be more effective and we're seeing more women-led startups succeeding and turning over six figures and doing global changes a lot quicker than male-led ones at the moment. So we need to really support women in this time Um, And particularly, you know, we're seeing this huge global shift at the moment in diversity and supporting diversity. But if I'm not adding to that and if my goal and the honest goal of does this help me achieve the end goal of like making the level playing, let the playing field level, how about we just make it equal across the board? Why Why are women failing twice the rate? of men, if I'm not making that equal and the thing that I'm doing isn't going to help me with that goal, then that's when my ego needs to chill out a bit and just have some time out and be like, yeah, well, you know, maybe we could write a book about that and sell it for hundred thousand dollars. I love that idea, but is that going to help? And where is that money going to go? And how does that help me in my bigger course? Yeah. Which I'm very honest about. I know exactly where my end goal is going. Yeah. Well, I think so many pieces of that are so important that you always are checking yourself. And I think it's just such a reminder to all of us of like checking yourself against why you're doing something and not to also not to demonize like wanting nice things or wanting to support your family or to give to great causes. Like there's nothing ever wrong with any of those things. But to me, it's always like, are you coming and leading from a place of value and service in your business? And when you're doing that, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
if you're listening to this and being like, but I want to, I want to have a nice house or I want to, I want to renovate or that's okay. Like know that if you want those things, that's, that's really beautiful that you know that. And at the moment we're having big discussions around privilege and don't be scared of your privilege that where you were born, like you had no control into the family, into the stuff, into your circumstances, um, into the success of something. You have very limited control over some, some of that stuff. What you need to then do is figure out how to benefit other people with it. So what can you do to support something larger than yourself and in service to your cause, whatever that cause looks like for you and whatever you're really passionate about. Um, And this is, you know, one of the things I always talk about is charity and we can give time and we can give money, um, you know, time a a hundredfold. If you can give time, please give time over, over cash resource, but both are brilliant if you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think coming back to our why is always so important, which is exactly what you're saying, you know, and that's what is going to allow you to show up on the hard days. Cause there's going to be a lot of them, but it's not about me. It's <laughs> simply it's at that point when I'm laying on the floor eating chocolate and being like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not about me anymore. It's actually about the greater cause. And if I'm, if I'm down and out and having a bad day, then that's okay. I'm allowed to have that. I'm human. I will make mistakes. I will, I will be a less ideal um, version of myself sometimes. But when you're looking at, you know, the new Netflix playlist and you're like, well, it doesn't matter. It matters to whatever your end cause is and your end goal is. And in that first year is really dangerous because no one's really, really probably depending on you at that point. Mm, it's very true. It's a lot harder, right? When nobody, when you feel like you're speaking to no one, when you don't have yeah. the audience, like, of course. Yeah. And so to yeah. me, that's always like, A, give yourself grace in that process, but B, understand that like, it will get better. And like, it's almost like that compound effect, you know, every little thing builds on each other. And so if you can just stay in it, it does get better. And everyone be very clear with yourself here. And, you know, a lot of this is just checking your ego and being honest with yourself, but every single person started with zero followers. Yeah. But be very clear here that there was a podcast I put out where 10 people listened to it at the start. It's very easy to go, well, she had 7 million downloads. That's true. A hundred percent. But they didn't jump on on the first episode, guys. <laughs> that is right. a consistent out for it. Of it. like, and it's hard talking to someone, and you're like, three people care about this, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's difficult, and that's where the perseverance. Like, and it's it takes ten years to be an overnight success. So again, check yourself on it. Like, and be honest about it. If you just want to make eighty thousand dollars to take your kids on a holiday every year, there are easier ways to do it. If you want to change the world, this is the way you have to do it. I'm Julia, Julia motherfucking Wells on the internet, also in real life, pretty much the same person. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite compliment is always that you're like, you're just the same online as you are in real life. And then I got it the other day from someone dating and they're like, you're, you text just like you talk. And I was like, yes, I've mastered not being weird talking to men. <laughs> Which is a huge win for me. Um, anyways, I call myself a pussy-based business coach. So I'm all about teaching women how to run a business that is both pleasurable and profitable, how to do it in a way that really honors what makes us like uniquely women. So receiving, being in your flow, whatever your flavor of that is too, um, which I think is super cool. And just like being authentic and visible and making lots of money on the internet. So talk to us about when in your business, or if it still shows up, totally cool. Um, you felt like you had to prove yourself online in order to make money or be successful or whatever that looks like. Lord Jesus. I feel like, <laughs> uh, I keep using very like uh, religious swears today. So <laughs> apologies if I offend anyone. Uh, where do, I feel like for me, anytime that I set a huge goal, one of the first things that comes up is that, that like, um, kind of energy of proving or thinking that I have to prove. So that's something I always have to check myself on is like, 
I'm like, oh my God, like, what are we going to put in this program to make it so worth it? Or how am I going to like prove that I'm worth dating or making all this money or having this thing that I want? And so I always have to check and be like, wait a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> we do not come from the energy of proving shit. Um, I want this thing. I'm going to like, I deserve this thing. I'm inherently worthy of this thing. And let me just like talk about why it's amazing. Um, why I'm amazing, whatever it is, but that comes up for me all the time. And it's, it's just something I can recognize that energy now so much better than before. So, um, for me, when things start feeling hard, if I'm overthinking something, if I'm maybe like, but how, or what's the strategy here? Or again, that thought, like somebody knows something that I don't know (laughs) is like such an indication that I'm probably in an energy of like unworthiness, proving, thinking I don't deserve it, or there's something I still have to do to like be worthy of the thing. Um, And then I'm like, wait a second. If I came back to that baseline of like, nope, I get to have what I want. I know how to show up for it. Everything's working. Like, of course I'm going to have it everything starts to shift. I'm like, oh yeah, I do know how to, like I go write a post and I have this conversation and the things start happening again. But when it starts to feel like really crunchy and, and weird is when I'm in an energy approving. Well, and I think on so many levels that there, there are so many things we could talk about here because it's so important for people to hear too, wherever you are in your business, but especially before you've like made the amount of money or had the number of clients that you're desiring, like you're so convinced that once you get there, then you won't have this shit come up for you. And I'm like, no, no. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) You just get better and faster at knowing what it is and catching it before it takes you out. You're like, oh yeah, I always can expect that like fear is going to come up. I'm going to say I'm not worth it. Like people are going to hate me. Nobody's going to pay this thing, whatever it is. Um, And it's, yeah, to me, I've done it enough times to know. But the other thing is like, I always say like, get get comfortable being uncomfortable as fast as you can, right? Because also as soon as you hit the goal, the idea would be that you probably set a new one that also scares you, that puts you right back in that position of like, oh my God, can I really do it? Like, am I doing this? What's going on here? Um, and so like the faster you can get used to that, just being part of the process and being like, Oh, this means it's working. Then it's a big deal. Yes. You just have to catch it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly that. And continuing to catch it and then be like, this is still working. This still gets to work this way. I've decided. Yeah which is the hardest part. Totally. (laughs) And I've actually like the way I framed it in my brain is like, that's actually evidence that it is working. So I think what most people think is if there's fear, if there's a wobble, if you doubt yourself, if you get into a bad energy or like you're not seeing evidence and results fast enough, that it means it's not working. But in my brain, I call me delusional or whatever, but (laughs) I'm like, this is all signs it's working. Like I always know I'm going to doubt myself. I always know that there's going to be that period of it looking like it doesn't work. Like so when you can start to frame everything as like, no, it is, that's, those are signs it is working. Um, again, it makes it more enjoyable and kind of fun and you can just like get off on it and you're like, <laughs> I'm doing the thing where I doubt myself. So adorable. Like I'm so hot when I just take myself out and all of those things. So, so that's my approach to it. So talk to us for someone who might be like, okay, cool. Like girl on the internet that makes 350 in cash. (laughs) Easy for you to say, but like, (laughs) like where would you tell someone to start if they're feeling like they're in this proving energy? And I think sometimes it's also like, oh, but I know how to do all these things, but it's not working online. Like what's wrong with me? Yeah. And I think that's where you have to come back to like, cool. If I, if it was working actually, like how would I show up here? what would I say? What would I do? Probably you're like, oh, you know, maybe I'll write one more post, but like, maybe I'll go chill. Maybe I'll take a bath. Maybe I'll watch Netflix tonight. (laughs) Like when you can come from that place of it's already working and that is your job all of the time to be like, if I knew this was working, if I trusted myself, if this was like already a done fucking deal, what would I do here? The more you can do that, the faster you're going to get to the result that you want to get to. But again, that it's simple, but that is hard work because you are going to want to buy into the lies. <laughs> it is so tempting. And then for you to be able to like get someone else to be like, no, 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 what would you do here? How would you show up here if it was like a done deal or get your journal out and do that? Like that is a muscle that you have to train and get better and better and stronger and stronger with. 
And it's so like, I never want to underestimate like how hard it is. Like even, you know, even this week I like was in my shit while still kind of, I'm like, okay, I know what works, but my old programming is still really deep. And so I'm like, detachment is the thing that's the hardest for me, but it's like, it works. And like, I manifest shit fast when I'm actually able to like step into that. And so even last night I was like telling my coach, I'm like, well, but can you just like help me around this and push me harder in this? And she's like, no, like absolutely not. Like this, <laughs> like literally she's and it's like, not the solution. <laughs> she's like, nope. And I was like, come on. <laughs> but it's so funny. Like once we actually see what our patterns are, I'm still going to come up against them. And I'm still going to exactly. be like, okay, but can I actually do it this way? And it's like, no, no, you, you know, it works. I have evidence yeah. for my brain. But it's just like having someone reflect that back to you allows you to do that faster. And, you know, to me, I'm like, I don't know how people exist without support showing them these things because it's just hard work if you don't have that. Yeah. Like, again, you totally can, but like, (laughs) why make it harder than it needs to be? Like our brains are already kind of assholes to us most of the day. Like, why not just get support and have somebody help you? I don't know. I'm just a big fan of support in all the areas. Well, I think because we have so many stories and we attach meaning to what it is right around doing that. Of getting help. Yes. Yeah, totally. Even sometimes I'm like, yeah, my next thing is like, I really just want someone to come over every day and do the dishes for me. I'm like, no way. can't be supported at that level. Like that is, but that same story comes up in so many different areas of my life. Like you should be able to handle this and do this on your own. Oh yeah. I mean, that's my story for sure. I like prided myself for years of like, I'm the independent strong woman. I can do all these things, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's just, it's really deep for a lot of us because we think again, with that proving thing, we think it proves something of like who we are as a human being, if we're able to do it by ourselves. Yeah, totally. I'm just even thinking of like in the dating spaces that I'm currently navigating. I'm like, oh God, I have to like let somebody in and <laughs> let them do nice things for me or take care of me and support me. And it's, it's just like natural for me to do everything. And oh my God, that's my next edge. I'm with you. So with you. It's fucking hard. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so, so good. <laughs> uh. Okay. Anything else you want to tell everyone about proving, showing up online in your business in a way that feels authentic? Um, no, just like be on the lookout for that. I think like, and how you kind of counteract it is looking at like, cool, if I already trusted this was working or that I got to have it or that I was inherently worthy or whatever the thing is, how would I show up? And just just journal on that every day because I guarantee you there's something where you're like, oh yeah, I'm making this way harder than it has to be. Um, and I bet you'll find some like good little nuggets, especially if you're like, if you have a big goal and you're not where you want to be, it doesn't matter like compared to whatever ours might be. Um, just being like, yeah, if I knew there was nothing to prove, I didn't have to prove anything to get this goal. Like how would I show up? What would I do? How would I think? What actions would I take? All of those things. I think that would be super helpful. Love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My name is Jackie Kossoff and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach. I have uh, two sides to my business kind of. So I have a marketing agency. I specialize in Facebook ads and sales funnels. And then I also coach uh, fellow entrepreneurs who are building their own marketing agencies. So that's kind of how, how it all uh, fits together. And I also love, um, love to travel. I love reading, writing, and history. Um, it's like one of my main passions and yeah, so I just kind of try to, um, I'm definitely define myself as a multi-passionate entrepreneur and I think that really finding harmony in all the different areas of my life and my interests are, um, you know, that's, that's one of my main, um, main pursuits, (laughs) I guess you could say. So talk to us about, um, what has shifted for you in terms of 
either if it was at the beginning of your business or all throughout, but feeling like you needed to prove yourself online and how you've been able to move through that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that was, you know, a a pretty big thing for me. I mean, I am an Enneagram three, so (laughs) I'm a high achiever and I, I like outside recognition, validation, like that just kind of helps me feel like, okay, like I've, I've actually accomplished something. It's kind of like closure for me. Right. So like I can be super excited that I've achieved something. Um, but, and you know, if, but if I don't have at least one person, like, you know, usually like, you know, my parents or my sister, (laughs) you know, tell me like, oh my gosh, amazing job. Like you did so well. Um, I just, for some reason, I just won't feel like it's closed. Like I'll feel like there's something that's still like loose ends still need to be tied up. Right. Um, and so this was a struggle for me in, um, in the first couple years of my business, I always felt like I needed to, um, you know, somehow prove myself, but at the same time, like, I didn't know what that looked like. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what does that look like in the online space? Right. Like, what does that look like? And so for a while, you know, I thought that that looked like my income. I thought that I had to get to six figures and like that would prove it. Right. Um, or I thought that, you know, I just, I had to do certain things or, you know, and usually it was things that other people would tell me to do (laughs) or, you know, Mm. other things that other people would mention. Um, and I want to share a story in a second. Um, but it was like things that, you know, I was just constantly looking for like that one thing that would like help me realize that I was there. Right. That would like prove it to me in the world that like I had made it. So for so long, you know, I, you know, as I was saying, I thought it was my income. I thought it was, um, you know, being uh, appearing on a summit or, you know, mm. having, you know, some sort of, you know, some sort of outside thing, right. That I had to do to prove um, myself. And I think a lot of, a lot of things that we, are exposed to in the online space perpetuate this belief. And I think that unfortunately a lot of entrepreneurs themselves also perpetuate this belief, Um, which brings me to the story that I wanted to share. So um, it wasn't my first summit, but it was actually my second summit. I was invited to be on this summit and I was super excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I was, I was invited by like, you know, the host team and, you know, and all these things. And um, they had like a pre, uh, kind of a screening call, I guess, um, for us before our actual interview. And so, you know, we, I was talking with, um, with the host and, you know, she was telling me, you know, oh, my, my team and I like, you know, we, we found you from this other summit and we were so impressed with like, you know, your, like everything that you, that you had to offer. And we're just, we're so excited to work with you, all that stuff. And then, um, we got to the point where we were talking about, you know, what our, um, what our offers for the VIP, um, you know, people <laughs> in the summit, the VIP attendees, um, what they would get. And she was like, yeah, so what courses do you have? And, you know, and, and I told her, I was like, well, I actually don't have a course, but I have some other, you know, services and, and digital products, um, you know, product bundles that I can share. And she was like, oh, um, we only take entrepreneurs who have courses. Like you must be a course creator. All of the most uh, successful entrepreneurs in the online space have courses. So that's a requirement that we have for our, um, our summit speakers. And, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, so, (laughs) um, you know, I was, I was, I was hurt by it. You know, I was, I was upset, Um, you know, I'll be honest. And, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, well, you know, I could, like I could create a course, like, you know, I could have that done in a few weeks and, and just package it up. And, you know, cause I'm, I'm pretty tech savvy, you know, like I've got, you know, all that stuff. I can, you know, record a few videos, like put it together, package it as a course. Um, and so essentially like, you know, she, um, she told me that, you know, I could have some time to create a course and that if I did create the course, um, that I could be on the next summit. And so, you know, that was just, And so, and I did, like, I literally spent like the next Mm. six weeks, (laughs) um, creating a course. I spent hours upon hours, um, you know, with the content, with the planning, with, um, you know, getting everything uploaded to the course site and, you know, really just making everything like, you know, beautifully packaged. Right. And, um, you know, and, and I did, I was sort of buying into the belief that she was perpetuating that I had to have a course and that that was what was going to make me successful in the online space. And that if I had this course that, you know, then all of a sudden, like, you know, people would just find my business or, you know, clients would just start pouring in or a bunch of people would buy the course and it would be like the secret to success and, you know, passive income and all that stuff. 
And yeah, I mean, the fact is, is <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, you know, and so, and the fact is, is that, um, most people who create online courses, there's actually thousands upon thousands of people who create cor- online courses and most of them don't sell that many at all. Right. There are so many online courses that are just sitting there online in the online space and, and people just don't buy them. And, you know, the percentage of people who actually like, you know, make incredible profits from their courses is so small. And, um, and it's also not the defining factor for any, for like any business, right? Like, because for me, like I did not have a plan to grow my business through courses. Courses, Like that's just not how I want to serve the world. Right. And, um, you know, so, I mean, long story, like long story long, I, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I finished the course and I was on her next summit. And, you know, even though I was quote unquote, like, you know, not a successful entrepreneur, cause like I had literally just created this course, like essentially to be on this summit. Um, you know, like my audience, like was involved in the summit. Like I got a lot of, a bunch of people to sign up, you know, like, cause that was another thing that, you know, she was saying was like, Oh, you know, if you don't have um, a course, you know, like that, you know, that probably means that like, you also don't have like a large community, like, which I don't even understand like how that even (laughs) equates, but just like in her mind, that was, you know, that was what she believed. She believed that the most successful entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. were course creators. And, you know, I think that that might have been also self-selecting. I think, you know, she's, she's, you know, very, um, you know, her network has a lot of, you know, course creators in it and, you know, on all that stuff. So if those are the people that you're around, then of course, yes, those are the people that you're going to think are are the most successful. Um, But, you know, it was just kind of like every other sort of projection that like she projected on me, right? Like just sort of turned out to be false. Right. Like, um, you know, so she told me, you know, you have a smaller email list. You won't be able to get as many people to sign up. Well, I was in the top, like, you know, the top leaderboard for signups until the day that the summit started. Like, you know, like, so it's like, it was just, it was, it was just really funny. So I think that for me, just looking back on that experience, um, and also afterwards, like, you know, she even called me and she told me how impressed she was with like everything that I did during the summit, my presentation, like the feedback, like, you know, all the people that were, um, you know, joining the summit for my community. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, yeah, and, and you didn't let me on your last summit. And you told me that you weren't going to like, you know, like you told me that I was basically like handicapped for this summit because like, I just had this new course that, that hadn't really sold that many, you know, offers yet. And you were essentially doing this to me as a favor. And yet here I am supporting you and like helping you build this, you know, amazing, wonderful summit. And, um, I think that it was, I'm so incredibly grateful for that experience now. Mm -hmm. And I like, I, cause, and I know sometimes I feel like when I like recount it, you know, sometimes I, I, I get like a little upset cause I go back to that, you know, that mm-hmm. place where I was and I was like, you know, um, upset and I felt insulted, but no, like I'm so grateful because it literally, it showed me, it essentially validated, um, a, a new belief that I was sort of starting to believe at that point, but really didn't yet. I feel like I needed this experience to really, um, to really get it. But was that like, we get to choose how we build our businesses. So if I wanted to build my businesses through courses, then I could do that. And then I could, you know, invest in marketing my courses and getting the word out and doing everything that I had to do in order to become the best course creator that I could possibly become. But if I want to build my business through working with clients in the marketing space and the coaching space in a one-on-one capacity, then I can do that as well. Um, and that is essentially where I, you know, decided to, to go and to, and to, and to choose my business. And, um, and I think that it was just so, it was honestly, it was really liberating for me because like, once I created that course, once I like kind of had it out there and I sort of had that thing that, you know, where I got to quote unquote, prove myself like that even no matter how successful or unsuccessful it was, you know, because it's like, it's not like that course is like, you know, that's not the most profitable thing in my business, like by far, you know what I mean? Like that is not, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's really not doing much for me, uh, monetarily speaking. Um, but because I put that out there, that was kind of my thing that proved that 
I had made it. So even though, um, even though like kind of, this is completely contradictory, um, kind of creating the thing that everybody told me that I had to create in order to be successful and getting that out of the way kind of gave me that, um, that like permission, I guess that I needed to like, let that go. Yeah. And to be like, hey, you know what? I did what everybody told me to do. I created a course and I'm not sitting on a million dollars, right? Like I'm not getting like all this, um, you know, this passive income that's just finding me from this course. And don't get me wrong. Like, um, like I've had, like my, my course is awesome. People have like told me that they've loved it. It's helped them, you know, grow their email list. I've created workshops from the course that I absolutely love, um, you know, facilitating, Um Cause I'm definitely more of a person where I love workshops. I love, um, group programs. I love where places, uh, places where I can interact with people. So even, you know, going like on a Facebook live or an Instagram live where people can interact with me and, you know, ask me questions and like, you know, things like that, that is so much more my zone than like pre-recording things for, you know, an evergreen online course that like, I'm gonna, you know, be like selling, um, yeah. you know, pre-packaged online. And so, but I think that, really just sort of doing it, sort of getting it out of the way, um, helped me realign and like refocus. I'm like, okay, what do I actually want out of my business? What do I actually want to, um, you know, to accomplish and how do I actually want to scale and grow my business? And then it allowed me to just do that without worrying like, Oh, should I do this to prove myself? Should I do this to prove myself? Because the thing is, is like, like I had already done the thing <laughs> that was supposed to prove myself and like, it really didn't affect me that much. Right. Well, and, and so, I, I think it's also like the point of getting swept up in that proving energy in the first part to even create the thing. And like, obviously now mm-hmm. you're like, you have hindsight about it and you have such yeah. good perspective <laughs> of like, you know, your mindset, obviously, and you work on your mindset to be like, what did I learn from this? How can I grow from this experience? And you're able to take Mm -hmm. all of that. But yeah, this is where I see it as such a danger though, too, in the online space, because when you are quote unquote, like new and naive, it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to get swept into those thoughts of like, Mm -hmm. I do have to prove this because so-and-so is the expert and they're saying, Mm -hmm. this is how I need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Um, I think that it's something where unfortunately, you know, and I've, I've learned this, like as, as you go on in the online space, I feel like, you know, in the beginning you sort of have this sense that like everything is just so open and everyone's just so authentic and supportive and welcoming. And I think that overall most, most people are, but unfortunately, as is the case with any industry, um, you know, you're going to get some people who are not that way and, you know, who are, um, you know, going to be spreading these, you know, really kind of toxic ideas, um, such as, you know, you need to prove yourself and you need to do this to prove yourself or you need to do this to prove yourself. And I think that, um, you know, kind of using my story as an example, like, you know, if you feel the need to like prove yourself, um, you know, choose something finite and relatively like, you know, small. So like for me, it was like, okay, you just create this course. It was five modules. Like, you know, each video was like, like 10 to 15 minutes. It, you know, overall it wasn't like, you know, I could have spent a lot more time, <laughs> you know, yeah. and energy, like, you know, compiling something. Um, but if you feel the need to, um, you know, to kind of prove yourself in that way, like, just like do it, get it done with. And then like, ask yourself, take a step back. I would say, I would say probably go on like a content cleanse. Like just don't like, you know, like, like don't see, listen, consume like content from, you know, anyone for a while and really just get clear on, you know, what it is, um, that will prove like that will allow you to prove yourself to you. Cause I think that that's one thing that I got really clear on after that was what do I need to see from myself to prove that I'm moving in the right direction. Right. And so for me, I, it made those things very small. I made it like very small, um, you know, benchmarks and increments, you know? So I was like, well, if I, I mean, I created a visibility plan for myself to, you know, find and attract clients. And 
I was like, okay, so I'm going to do, you know, these things every week. And, and like, if I do those things, I know that I'm moving toward getting new clients. I know that I'm networking with people. I know that, um, you know, the next client is coming to me. And so then I could essentially say like, you know, in week long increments, okay. Like, you know, I quote unquote, like proved myself (laughs) to myself (laughs) that, you know, I'm doing this, I'm moving forward. I'm doing what it takes. And, and like in small doses. So like after the first few weeks, um, you know, you start seeing those results and you start, you know, seeing, um, you know, for me, it was, I started seeing new, you know, people booking calls for, you know, consults and, you know, people starting to refer me to, um, you know, to other people who needed my services because I was getting out there more and I was being seen more. And it was on the one hand, it was so simple. And yet, you know, on the other hand, it was something where, you know, I had to sort of overcome a lot of these preconceived notions that are out there and that are being perpetuated. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that in hindsight, yes, like I do, you know, I mean, it would have been wonderful if I didn't have to, um, you know, kind of do the thing (laughs) to like, you know, just prove that it was done or whatever. Um, and that I could learn the lesson, but I do think that, you know, like, as you said, like I learned the lesson from kind of from, from the doing right. And from like completing that and then sort of seeing on the other side, like, what did I learn from this? Right. Like it didn't like completely transform my business. It didn't completely change. And also like, why is that? And like, for me, it was because I, at this time (laughs) and at that time. And so, and you know, still currently, um, I just didn't, want to be a course creator. That just wasn't my, um, you know, my vision for myself or my business. And so therefore the universe did not deliver that to me (laughs) because that's not what I truly desired. And I'm, um, you know, and I'm grateful for that. And what it did allow me to do was actually really recalibrate and really get clear on what I actually wanted because I spent weeks, (laughs) weeks, <laughs> um, you know, and many hours of my life on something that I didn't really want for my business growth. Oh my gosh, this episode and this topic, whew, this is one that I know is, was a doozy for all of these guests and for myself as well. I was so in the proving energy when I entered the online space and I have gotten so conscious of it and mindful and catch myself of feeling like there's something to prove and then checking myself and understanding there's never, ever, ever anything to prove. And there's always everything to show Uh, because it is our job to show how we can help potential clients, how we can make a bigger impact in this world. And that is absolutely our responsibility, particularly as it comes to marketing and showing up and uh, speaking our own praises, which is uncomfortable for a lot of us, especially those of us who have been trained to believe that it's boastful and wrong and all of the things. Um, But I know this to be true in terms of checking this energy and how different it translates, even behind a post, even behind a screen, when we are coming from a place of proving and having to basically show someone why they're missing out if they don't hire us versus this abundant place of just showing like what we have to offer and how we can help someone and being our badass selves. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like take up space, own who you are, own your gifts in this world. There is literally no one like you in this world. And so I can also assure you and promise you that there's healing available if these types of topics trigger you and you see posts of people making all kinds of money and talking about it and you're finding yourself very frustrated and rolling your eyes and woe is me type of mentality and must be nice, right? I think that was um, my mentality for a long time, um, years upon years ago when I used to live in a very victim-y place of like, oh, must be nice for you because of X, Y, and Z. And then it translates to the online space too, right? And it just means we're outside of our power. 
it means that there's some work to do in terms of healing and shifting and deciding what it is that we get to have uh, because every single person is inherently worthy of their deepest desires. So I hope you heard that from all of these guests. I hope that you heard the continual message that you are not alone, that you are here on purpose and the world needs your gifts. And so first things first is for you to do the work to own that. Um, I had to get so sold on how I could help people and stop the people pleasing behavior that is so inherent for so many of us. Um, That is just programming and conditioning and how the world leads us to believe we need to be, especially as women. Um, But I'm here to say that permission granted, it does not have to be that way. And I really, really hope all four women gave you that set of tools and permission this week to know that there is always a way and it doesn't always mean it's going to happen overnight, but there is always a way and the work is to become more expansive in our thinking and who we are and how we're showing up and what we embody in this world um, because it truly is available to all of us. So thank you for being here. I just adore these guests. I love getting to host in this fashion and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find the show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.